Hello and welcome to Making Mediumship the Norm, the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Espinasi, known as New Zealand's Modern Medium, and I have been very privileged over the years to connect thousands of people to their loved ones in spirit, whether that be through one-on-one readings to my sellout Whispers from Above shows. I'm excited to be able to bring you this podcast where together we are going to be bringing mediumship into the everyday homes, the everyday hearts and everyday conversations. Whether you are here seeking solace after the loss of a loved one, needing guidance on your life's journey, or simply you have a curiosity to explore the mysteries of the universe, the Making Mediumship the Norm podcast is here to support you. My intention with each episode is to help you bridge the gap with life beyond this earth. So without further ado, let's tap in to today's episode. Hello, hello, beautiful seekers, and welcome to another really special episode where I am going to be chatting with my really, really amazing special friend, Sunita from I Am Cosmic with Sunita. And her and I, we've been friends for many years, and it's been such an intertwined journey of the two of us helping each other grow into the incredible women that we are today. And I just know that you're going to love Sunita, her heart, her pure ability to channel different levels of consciousness out there in the beyond, and just her overall ability to share the word of the cosmic heart is what I feel I want to say. So my beautiful, beautiful friend, hello, Sunita. Hello. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Very special to share some girly time with you and share our conversations with people to listen to. Very inspiring and empowering. So my love, you have been on an incredible journey for maybe over 20 years, right? Yes. Diving into your own awakening in your own spirituality and then bringing all of what you've learned as a teacher, as a mentor, as a facilitator. And so bring us back to maybe the first kind of thing that sparked your curiosity in this whole world of spirituality and where you are now and the incredible things that you now do. As a little girl, I always kind of felt the spirit world in my own way. So more of a sensitivity and knowing and understanding. And I couldn't really explain why I felt kind of not belonging in the world. So it felt like I couldn't relate to anyone. And I just had this kind of, I felt like an old soul. I felt like in the family, I was the odd one out. I kind of stuck out. I was always the heart of the family. I'm always mending hearts. And I used to be more the mother figure in our family. And the spirit world kind of helped me to understand that there was something bigger to my purpose. I couldn't understand it as a kid. I just knew I was special, but I couldn't tell that to anybody. And I always felt energies around me. So whether it be my guardian angel or loved ones or a connection to something I couldn't understand. I couldn't have words for it, but there was something there I I knew existed, like looking at the trees, there was life I could sense in the stars, really curious about why I was so so wanting to go home to the stars. So a lot of questions I had as a kid, I couldn't answer. And that kind of got me to this place of when I got a bit older, seeking answers about those questions I had as a little girl of the spirit world, how it worked, how, why am I in this world? What's my purpose? All those questions we have as humans. And it started me on a beautiful journey when I was in 
high school, I delved into tarot and reading spiritual books and angels and just everything, crystals and anything I could get my hands on to answer those questions. So it's when I met this one particular soul that kind of opened me up and she was like channeling all these loved ones and people who are alive and angels. And I was like, how is she doing this? Like, don't understand. So that's when I started to wake up properly to that. And I had premonitic dreams. And as a kid, like past life, I had a lot of deep understanding I couldn't articulate. So it was hard for me to be in the world and not of the world. Very hard. And I think, you know, that is something a lot of people can relate to. And often it's the loss of a loved one that kind of spurs on most people's awakenings. But Mm. there are also many children that already, like yourself, know that there's something more to this world and that curiosity and that longing for answers Mm. kind of then spurs the spiritual evolution that we go on. And Mm. so you are so multifaceted when it comes to your gifts and your abilities. I've always admired you. I've always been so inspired by how grounded and how just phenomenal you are. And I know that it hasn't been an easy journey because it never is. Like no. no matter what anyone thinks, right? I feel like light workers have the hardest path of everybody mm. because we, we've got to save the world. So yes. can you share with us what is kind of like the first thing you learned to bring forth in terms of your spiritual gifts? And how do you now bring your spiritual gifts forward into the world because I know you bring such a mixture to really (laughs) help people in so many different areas of life. So take us like, what was the first thing you learned and how are you applying all of this now? Like take us through the 360 degree journey. Oh gosh, so much to say, but I'll do it in a nutshell. My journey began by figuring out who I was internally. So around 18 onwards, I kind of started to sit with spirit and however that looks, working with, sitting with angels. I think the first angel I remember is Michael and then Saint Germain and connecting to that, doing daily practices of meditation really got me started to connect into the spirit world because you've got to still your mind enough and be centered so that you're a better channel for spirit. And then I started things like spending more time listening to, well, back in the days, there wasn't YouTube, but, you know, listening to things, reading a lot of books, because books were the thing back in <laughs> back in my time 20 years ago. I'm just so going to put my- a side note, Sunita, uh, books are still a thing. Like, <laughs> so I love books. I, I still can't do Audible or, I know, I mean, I love podcasts, but I love my nose in a book. So, yeah, I'm yeah, still old yeah. school in that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely me too. And I just absorbed like a sponge and I it was more just trying everything out to see what fits and what doesn't because it's discernment. You need to try everything before you know what actually resonates with you, what resonates to your heart. And initially I started that whole self-reflection meditation, spending time to go and in within, find out who I am. I became a nurse as well. So that was one of my opening ups actually to spirit because working with life and death and working with the fragility of life makes you question things even more deeply and gets an understanding. So how many times I was near people who passed over, respecting that space, allowing them to pass over in a dignified way was quite a privilege. And just being able to understand the spirit world and how it works kind of made me a better nurse for it. So understanding that there is another side to things. Actually, when my grandmother passed, it really opened my eyes up. She died of dementia. And that spurred me on while I was in nursing. I was actually in Thailand nursing. And I just 
felt like the understanding I had with her and the passing of her could help me make me a better nurse to nurse the people that pass over. So I had a lot of elderly die in hospital. I was working with children. So I've seen life and death in all spectrums. And as a nurse, I think it's a privileged place to be. But also having that spirit understanding, I wasn't as upset. I knew that they were going to something more that and understanding and respecting their life force and understanding and being with them, some of them that I was with, I actually called in the angels for them to support them in their transition. Some of them were alone. So being there with them, with love. So it's such a sacred place to be. Yeah. So, and that really makes you quite spiritual, right? As you said, it wakes you up. So even just being beside them when they're passing, such a privilege such an honor and it makes you respect life actually and it makes you think about your life and how you're living your own life and you don't want regrets I always say to people live your life not like you'll die but live your life without regret and do what you need to do to make yourself happy because you get this one chance in the sense of like even if you believe in reincarnation you get this one shot at this existence at this time period you know you can't rewrite it so watching these people die was such an honor but also a big turning point of maturity within me as a nurse because when you're young, you don't understand that unless you have death itself, experience it. But And it's very different, obviously, if it's not a relative, it's someone that you're being impartial to. But with my grandmother dying, I wasn't there for her death either. So I almost like tried to honor and respect the people that I was with when they passed over, whether it be in hospital, at home, in the community. I've had many, many deaths and dying. And I even completed a course in the UK where it was called a death and dying course. And it was just so eye-opening to marry out the spirituality and physicality of being a nurse to provide that person with a an ability to transition with respect grace spirituality and you know i know they can hear you when they first like watching the process of the body dying so profound in the sense but i could see that they're not suffering and how many times i've done channelings where people have come through and the biggest thing is was my relative suffering and i say no because your relative stands outside the body well this is what i get shown by spirit that they only go to a certain point and when this energy ceases to exist, it goes out and they don't suffer. So that huge in itself, that understanding or that sight that I can see helps people to make peace with it, not necessarily get over the death, but it makes it a bit easier. I feel like I want to just also bring in dealing with loved ones and spirit is my jam and that's what I do. And I do get a lot of people asking me, She's so cute. We have a little bubba in the house as well. Um, Sunita is a beautiful mum of two children. So we've got a little girl with us. So you might hear her in the background. We love bringing in the energy of children. Also, like you, I get people asking me all the time did they feel the pain? Were they in pain? All of that kind of things. And it's not necessarily that they're not, their soul isn't in their body. But Mm. there is no remembrance of the pain. It's like the soul doesn't necessarily detach itself from it because it can't detach itself from the body until there is no longer any breath. Mm. But it kind of just no longer houses that pain so that it's not something that is stored and remembered. Mm. So I hope that if you're listening in and you've wondered if you're loved ones have suffered or remember the pain, it's like they don't. Mm. And they and do we really want to remember the pain? No, mm. probably not. So yeah. it's such a beautiful aspect to you showing us, like as a nurse, and you also bring in, you know, loved ones want to pass with dignity. And yeah. sometimes that is they want their family there seeing them pass, and sometimes they don't. Yeah. Want, that is the last thing. So I think seeing somebody passing is a beautiful gift, just like it is seeing somebody being birthed into the yeah, world. That's right. It's a gift. 
So you definitely bring in such a wonderful understanding to all of your work. So I know you work a lot with the angelic realm and you're also a really big player in helping with the new earth ascension. So talk to us a little bit about how that journey has unfolded. Just with the work that I did physically as a nurse, I was kind of also wanting more expansion in my life. So once I worked, I've been working with angels for 20 years. So a lot of working on the physical level as well as spiritual and channeling through the angels, I saw some profound changes and healings that I did on myself. And I wanted to start empowering others to really do it for themselves because people are waking up in such massive amounts that people are lost or confused and don't really know where to go. So like other light workers before, the ones that like us who have woken up, a little bit earlier and there's no wrong and right with timing essentially all of us are waking up it's helping people to empower them to give them the tools it's more of a remembrance actually because all of us have innate abilities we're all from the stars or some point of connection with angels or stars and it's that remembrance that is empowering because within the matrix we're told to be a particular way where we're told that we can't do this can do that but it's all about empowerment now waking up into our sovereignty as cosmic beings as angelic beings and who we are so all of us no matter who we are have a power about us have a magic about us no matter what you've done wrong and right there's no judgment in the angelic world and it's about knowing thyself it's knowing thyself and we essentially walk our own path and working with spirit because I've done it for so long I really want to empower others to do the same and that's why I've developed a new way of being forced to help people to activate them within themselves to 5D energy but allowing them to use the practicality of how do I channel the light how do I channel what's safe what isn't some processes for the mind to go through so that you're doing it in a safe manner because there's so much out there we can get overwhelmed with anything really so oh my gosh. <laughs> I kind of want to just say you know just to because this is a good point Point. And I feel like, you know, Oracle cards, like even 10 years ago, there was pretty much like Doreen Virtue and that was it, yeah, right? That's right? And now every man and his dog is creating okay. Oracle cards and they're beautiful. I'm an Oracle card addict. I even have my own deck that I created, the Whispers from Above cards. So I just also feel like now Oracle cards are so accessible that everybody who has a deck of Oracle cards is now doing readings, which is great. Yes. But it actually comes with a lot of ethics. Yes. And you have yes. to take responsibility. Like you you really do need to know what you're doing. You're, you know, you're giving people guidance. You're empowering them. You're showing them what is possible. And, you know, I'm sure like you, there are a lot of horror stories that I hear of people <laughs> being told stuff. And yeah. so it's really important that when we are doing work with the public or yeah. within our community or on a live kind of manner, that we are responsible in the mm. sense of our own mastery with it as well. That it's not just, well, I know I'm intuitive or I know I can channel, let me just pull mm. some cards. Like there is a lot more that goes into it. And the fact that, you know, you're helping people understand how it works. That's the real key thing is like, mm. There is a mechanics, I call it the mechanics, to channeling or being intuitive at the end of the day is kind of like the same thing. So. Mm. Tell us like what is maybe one of the things or a few things that you teach people in a new way of being that the listeners from the podcast could maybe start applying or practicing today. 
So first of all, it's about self-preparation. It's about preparing you as a channel. So if we vibrate like a tuning fork, which we all are, we vibe a certain frequency. If you're dense and heavy and say you're tired from the night before, you're not the right time to be channeling. It's doing it more when you're in your heart center, when you're grounded, you're present. And you can prepare yourself by, e.g. doing the meditation, walking outside barefoot, having a bath, exercise. All the self-care rituals you should be doing for yourself prior to channeling for anyone or anything really is first and foremost loving yourself is key bringing in love because if you're able to fill up your own cup then you're able to assist others so when I was younger it was all about give 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 but now it's about self-empowerment and self-love so once I can fill my cup up I can do a better job for you or I can assist you more and I can empower you more through my experiences versus I'm going to do it in an empty cup so first of all self-rituals loving yourself preparing yourself as a channel is the most important thing because your your energy that flows through you is just as good as your vibe that you've created for yourself so if you're tired and exhausted and I don't know gone out the night before you're not going to be the best channel if you had a good night's sleep you've eaten right you've just prepared yourself that's key and then the second thing is who are you connecting with when you open yourself up you need a process so that's why in the new way I've been I've I've actually worked with the angels to do a step-by-step process on how to connect so it's called prayer purpose and protection so prayer or a sense of intention intention is everything protection so protecting calling an archangel michael because you're opening yourself up and there's so much out in the world right now you want to be safe you don't want to play with things you don't understand and that's what you're talking about being practitioner that walks the talk so prayer protection purpose what is your purpose or channeling so when i have clients i've had clients recently a lady that lost some children at birth and it was a beautiful experience where I applied those processes and then I could be the best version of myself for her because when you've got someone so fragile you don't want to channel things that are inappropriate or not in alignment with the best interests of that person so that's where prayer purpose and protection you're like three main rules you learn and it's all about angelic purpose angelic protection because if we're coming from the angelic kingdom they're doing it for the highest good if I was just doing it from ego I would just make it about me and making her you know yeah, and so, that's the huge difference. And I'm so glad you've talked about this because there are you will know energetically when someone is coming from an absolute of service place for humanity yeah. or from a place of ego. And it's so different. And mm. I feel like this is why sometimes this industry gets given such a bad rep and why, you know, I'm on such a big mission and I know that you are supporting me on this mission mm. and of course, making mediumship the norm so that we can have these conversations and no longer feel like, oh, everybody that does Oracle cards is a scammer or is evil or is all this stuff. But it is important when doing this work that we're not coming from a place of ego and that we are really filled with so much love and Mm -hmm. the purpose being the intention for the highest good of the person that is sitting in front of us or on the live or wherever it is that we are passing on these messages. And so I love that you have the three P's, easy to remember, prayer, (laughs) purpose, and protection. Protection. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, what is it? So (laughs) this is just so amazing. Your course, A New Way of Being, is really helping people to understand themselves. It's a whole journey of going to the inner and then being able to understand how to 
work with our own individual divine gifts, but Mm -hmm. also to take those gifts to help raise human consciousness to create this new earth that we are, of course, here to do in this pivotal moment of human history. So can you give us a little bit what people from having done your course, like what are they doing now? Like how is this spurred on so much change for them? So the first two levels are our foundation. It's the alignment to the 5D consciousness. And then we talk about people that have uh, from different levels of spiritual succession. And we take away the teacher-student role and I'm the facilitator. So it's about me and working in partnership with you to empower you. So in the second level, we it's all the practicality. How do I integrate it in everyday life through meditation, through inner child work? So I literally get the 20 years of all the experiences I've had and I put it into a four-week course where you get to learn or if you don't already know how to integrate it on a daily existence. Because the thing is, there's no point having all this uh, spiritual understanding if you don't apply it to everyday life. Because I'm a mother of two. I need to be able to live a life and as well as integrate it and use it. So I'm also kind of the point. Yeah. (laughs) Is that we are here to live as spiritual beings, having a human experience. And the human experience part is kind of why we come to planet Earth. Yeah. And and then a part of it too is the second level is just all about learning about meditation, channeling, channeling the light, working with angels. So everything I literally am about, I teach people and empower them if they don't already know. And then the third part is working with the ascended masters who have people that have lived on earth, but passed over, e.g. Mother Mary, Buddha. It could be any deities from any um, Isis, any ascended master. And I really love working with them because they're real about having a human experience and applying it with spirituality and how do we evolve our consciousness. So they're all here to help us. So Buddha, Jesus, they all kind of have their different takes on how they ascended and so they're supporting us and then level four is about when you've done that journey with self-improvement self um, healing then level four is all about cosmic self because there's so much out there about star seeds but actually little about understanding what it truly is about and getting aligned to it and remembering who we truly are so you know light language and all the facet about all this so in level four when if people are ready they step up and they start to learn who their cosmic self is the part of the cosmos the bigger picture why we are here on earth we're not just these physical beings we are so much more than that we are powerful beyond measure we are multi-dimensional and it's just about sitting in that truth because once you know that it's almost like they're a lot of these people have gone on to be leaders in their own right leaders in their own life because it's all about giving as much as i can to empower you and then you walk away and become the leader in your life so you can lead others it's a follow-on effect it's not me doing it for you it's me empowering you to walk off and be the leader that you are so all of them like the masters have gone up and done the businesses some of them are doing the internal work the healing but they're a lot more authentic real upfront with people they don't take bs from people anymore so they're channeling their authentic self that alignment to why we're really here because really we're a part of the cosmos we're part of humanity each of us have our own unique kind of energy and it's recognizing that and, and being unapologetic and standing up for that sovereignty in this world right now because it counts it matters we all have to work as a unity consciousness but we've got to get our shit together first and now pull it back a little bit and just become sovereign and start thinking for ourselves, start acting for ourselves. And that's why in the courses, it's just giving people the tools. That's our job as lightworkers is to support each other, not compete, not have the ego. Because now it's all about collaboration. Recently, I've been working with other lightworkers, you know? So it's 
seeing each other as equal, no matter what life experiences, it's all about loving each other, unity, consciousness, focusing on that rather than anything else. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. I mean, I talk a lot about Christ consciousness and how we are one. And of course, I really see it. And I know that, for example, you're me and you're having this experience as me, as Sunita out in the world doing your thing. And there is no separation between you and I or, or anybody that's listening. We're all connected. We're all one. We all come from the exact same place at the end of the day because it was created and then dispersed in all these other different dimensions. And so we are in a time where we are breaking down hierarchies mm-hmm. and it's no longer about I know it all. I'm the boss. I'm this. It's about equality and oneness and unity and harmony. And that is what 5D Earth is all about and really bringing in that passion. And I always like to link it back to Lumeria. I feel like Lumeria is the first existence on Earth where it was a physical existence, like physical beings actually lived on Earth in this frequency of absolute unconditional love and that is what we're creating and we can't continue to do that if we don't know who we are so Mm -hmm. you could be the best incredible channeler in the world but if you don't know who you are how are you going to be able to support anybody it all comes down to the self and that's why in your course a new way of being the first three kind of modules are really focused well all of them have focused at different levels but you know it's like the first two are really about you as the human and how that fits in spiritually and then moving that up because it is important if you don't know yourself as it is written know thyself you really can't make the most out of life you can't make the most out of the intuitive or channeling pieces of wisdom that you're receiving because you just can't apply it. And that's the whole thing. It's like, it's no point having all these spiritual gifts if you're not using them in your everyday life to make your life and the life of others better. Yeah. And that's what the Christ consciousness is about. It's the highest love frequency on earth right now. And Christ is coming in with a lot of my projects in regards to the Christ consciousness. And it's a frequency of the cosmic heart. So I'm also designing a website where I'm trying to get a platform together so people who are like-minded um in the darkest moments can find their own light and find like-minded people that keep you above water and keep you (laughs) fellow sisters and brothers that you can work with to offer assistance to each other to encourage each other and like as you know as a teacher you also need assistance yourself from other light workers so asking for help when you need to not being proud because we all got our own gifts and we all have our strengths and weaknesses as humans and it's being humble about that process and it's actually a gift when someone gives to you you receive giving receiving of love in the christ consciousness is what it's about really and loving one another loving thyself loving one another and at the end of the day when someone passes over god says how much did you love not how much money did you earn how big was your house how much did you love you know that's what a lot of the relatives come across and they say i love you i miss i miss being with you the children it's all about love it comes to love absolutely I, you know, I I was doing my show just recently and I was like, you know, I've never passed on a message from a loved one that said, you suck and I hate you and how dare you still be on earth and I'm not. It's like, no, it's never like that. It's always embedded in love and potential and hope and just beauty and comfort. And it's never about, well, that's right. 
she's already she's already a podcaster um it's always about love mediumship connecting with any realm beyond this earth is truly about bringing in that love into the world yeah and that's the key with channeling the light is you're channeling love anything else i mean even though sometimes tough love comes through with the angels it's only in your highest good you know sometimes we hear things we don't want to hear but spirit is here to empower us as well we're not alone we've got cosmic beings we've got earth we've got loved ones helping us there's so much support coming to earth right now that they all want us to succeed they want us to ascend they want us to self-master ourselves so we can work in that lumeria again that golden lumeria and i'll show in 200 300 years from now our children's children through spirit we're doing this all for a reason we're laying the foundation the crux of it needs to be seeded now you know from all of us so if we don't do our part our children's children's children can't have that golden lumeria so it's important right now to sort the earth out get the density to clear it and empowering each person to be able to channel channel the light work with their loved ones work with angels whoever they need to channel is the most important thing because then they're not they don't feel alone they are working in collaboration we have teams of light that consist of our loved ones children pets angelic ones cosmic ones like there's so much love around us it's just unbelievable yeah i always say if you knew who was watching over you you would never fear another day in your life because there is so much support and i feel we are in the greatest time of awakening where people are no longer buying into the constructs of religion where you're not allowed to seek counsel from anything else out there or society's constructs of what our lives are supposed to be like in terms of fitting into a box and and never really stepping outside of that and people are curious they want to know and I always say, you know, kind of the first step is our loved ones in spirit are the gateway to the rest of the universe and understanding how all of this kind of works. I mean, to be really honest, does anyone really know? Who knows? I feel we all have our understanding and our own experience of it. And we're all bringing in some element that is piecing all of the pieces together. And I just, I love what you do. I love how you have supported me throughout my life. And the incredible work you are doing in this world, Sunita, which is so needed. And if people want to work with you, if they want to find out about your course, how can they connect with you? I mean, I'll link you in the show notes anyway, but what kind of things do you offer? So I work with Channeling Spirit, obviously, and I always, um, I can do angelic empowerment readings. That's why I call it now. The angels are all about empowerment. So that's my purpose. So um, it's all on my website, iamcosmic.co.nz or my Facebook page. And I also do Akashic healing. So that's a huge thing. When you do Akashic healing, you're going into past lives, future lives, because we're multidimensional beings. I even go out to the cosmos if that's what's required. And I also do um, angel courses. I'm an angel healing teacher, the only one in New Zealand that teaches someone called a Callista Ascension in the UK. I'm the only one that teaches levels one and two angel healing with the female archangels, which is slightly different to what we've seen before. And yeah, if you want to contact me. <laughs> and do you feel, because I know that you are like me and got millions of cards, do you want to pick a card for our listeners and channel us a message? Yes. Okay. I actually pulled some cards. Yeah, my daughter's channeling too. <laughs> you want to pick a card, Baba? Which one? 
Which one should we give to? Oh, what's this? Which one do you want to go? Oh, okay. She's picked. She's <laughs> picked like 10. <laughs> she picked 10. What should we got here? So we've got, which one do you want to give? That one? Huh. The actual two cards, three cards actually I got prior to this before she's eating is peace beyond survival, peacemaking through inner peace, resolving ancient splits. This is what's happening right now. We're with our ancestors. I also do ancestral healing. We, the ancestors more than ever are crossing over from spirit to try and help us heal the bloodlines, the mother and father's side, you know, addictions, all that kind of stuff. And the next one is light language, universal language of oneness. So that's what's coming in as well. This light language of love. And the elven ones, the elven ones are to do with the magic returning to earth, you know, the fairies, the elementals, the unicorns, it's all about the magic, you know, Avalon, returning of those um, beautiful energies that children obviously see naturally, and us as grown-ups have lost. So the message is from spirit that the magic is returning to earth, Lumeria is returning, there's hope, the angels are saying there's hope, that's why we, why would we bother and be doing any of this if it wasn't going to happen? We are here because we're showing you there is hope, there's possibility, the timelines are showing a beautiful Lumeria so don't give up keep going keep pursuing go, keep moving forward as much as darkness is on the earth there's so much light as well so much good it's where you focus your attention you know and we're a collective consciousness so it's coming back to that unity consciousness again and love as my daughter eats the cards I don't know if that card's going to exist in your deck anymore <laughs> she is oh dear so cute oh I remember that age I first started doing readings when I was pregnant with Jack I was six months <laughs> pregnant and then of course I would have him on my lap when people would come for readings and I just I remember the stage I I'm glad I'm past it I'm not gonna lie <laughs> right now I've done my dash with three kids <laughs> but it is so beautiful children remind us of being in life yeah. I feel like we've forgotten so much of what life is about and our children remind us to just be and and not to get in our heads and and to drop yeah. back into our hearts Yes, love. They're pure. The children are pure, unconditional love. They are representing the the Christ consciousness in pure physical form. You know, so they are just being the love. They're not doing anything. They're, she's just radiating my daughter pure love for anyone that comes in. As you know, I she know. just looks at you and you feel love. It's like this is how we all need to be with each other. And if that were the case, this world would be a bit lighter. Yeah, and that's the thing is that we are stepping into that. And you said, you know, why are we bothering if none of it was going? to be worth it and it is and this is why we have these conversations this is why this podcast is such a beautiful place for all of us to tune into and receive all these different conversations that open up our consciousness that make us question and ponder and dive into that curiosity and I thank you so much Sunita for first of all being my beautiful soul sister and friend and I love you so much but also for the incredible woman that you are as the gift to this world for humanity and I know that anybody who reaches out and works with you or follows you feel so loved and supported with even all the free things that you do so go and make sure you check out Sunita and thank you for that beautiful message <laughs> and thank you to baby girl for channeling for us as well and <laughs> I love you both so much
So um, thank you, Melissa, for having me. I love these conversations we have. It's all authentic and real. And I think this is the point. It's done with sisterly love. It's done with love at our heart center. And it's just perfect. Whatever we talk about is perfect for ourselves as well as others. And it's about empowering each other and empowering the world. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll leave you to go and be a mama because I know what it's like. And uh, we're just so honored that you gave us this time. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I want to express my utmost gratitude for having you joining me on this journey in making mediumship the norm. As we together continue to explore the depths of the spiritual realm, I ask if you could please leave a five-star review for the podcast. Your feedback and your ratings not only brighten up my day, but they also help others to discover the podcast so we can truly bring mediumship into the everyday homes and conversations. And if you're ready to dive in deeper and want to work with me and see what possibilities await you, I encourage you to book in a reading with me or to check out the Soul Love Academy. Thank you so much for being part of this incredible journey in making mediumship the norm. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Until then, remember that you are a gift to the world. Together we awaken, together we align, and together we ascend. Love always, Melissa Espinasi. Mwah!